0: Welcome back to the SMC Podcast. I'm Jamin, and in the studio today we have Superintendent Bruce Rhodes... Uh, we wanted to uh, talk with him a little bit about annual conference because that's uh, 13, 14 days away. Was it, is it June yet? It's not June yet. I never know where we are. I point. don't either. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Uh, but it's basically June. We'll say that much. Uh, so annual conference is coming up, which means we've got new themes we're talking about. We've got new things we're talking about. If you are a pastor in our conference, you've already kind of had to... A little bit of a meeting to kind of get yourself familiar with everything coming up. But maybe this will help us sort out some things that uh, you needed to hear again. And uh, if you aren't, if you weren't at that meeting, maybe it'll help prepare you so you're all ready when you get there. So let's start uh, with the basics this year, June 13th, 14th, Thursday to Friday. We're going to be out in uh, St. Joe. Uh, And uh, I I looked at pictures of the hotel, I got to say. Seems yeah. like a nice place.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fairly it's fairly new uh, hotel. It's a beautiful. It's a smaller venue than where we were last year. So, we're trying to figure. You know, we've been working on that, trying to figure out how can we still meet the needs of the annual conference in a smaller venue. But uh, we're booked, so we're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. But it's a beautiful setting, St. Joe, Michigan, right there on the river. It's a nice uh, a nice place.
0: Yeah, I know my own delegate decided to uh, double up. He and his wife are taking a vacation there. Yeah but also attending conference there. So they'll yeah. stay there a few extra days. So
1: that's great. Works
0: out well for them. Um, at this point, if you haven't booked your rooms, we have sold out at that particular yeah, venue. That's right. Uh, there are other hotels within the distance there, though, that you can you can check out. Um, but one of the questions people might be asking is, uh, why are we moving around? You know, uh, for so long, we found ourselves in Spring Arbor and mm-hmm. uh, just trying to keep it central to the whole conference. Right, right. Which I'm sure for, like, people in, like, Three Oaks is far from central. <laughs> it's like <laughs> driving still like three hours to get there or whatever. But uh, um, now last year we were in Detroit and mm-hmm. that uh, would cause some people on the you know, the other side of the state to have to drive quite a distance. Now we find ourselves in the complete opposite in mm-hmm. St. Joe, uh, causing everyone else from last year to drive the distance. Yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe it'd be helpful for people to hear just uh, why we even make these changes in the first yeah, place.
1: Yeah, it's a great question. Well, um uh, so part of the answer is we're learning and growing. Trying to figure out really what, what is the right setting. I mean for I think most of our history, if not all, local churches hosted annual conference. For probably thirty years out of my time as a pastor in our conference, I would say we were at Spring Harbor. Um, obviously, last year with our new Detroit initiative, we wanted to be in Detroit. It's our largest population area, and it's virtually untouched by our conference. So we made an important statement about our commitment to Detroit. Year before, we were also on the east side, we were at Audible Lake and Pastor J.P. Clark and his staff and people hosted us really well. The year before that, we were at Coldwater, more Central West. Uh, and I felt the Coldwater Church did a great job hosting as well. The other reason we wanted to move further west this year, besides the fact that it's their turn, <laughs> which isn't really <laughs> yeah. a great reason, although it's part of it, um, is, you know, we've started a Michiana uh, initiative now as well. Last year we had started the Detroit initiative, and now we have uh, Pastor Dwight Weber Julie. They've actually relocated into Elkhart, Indiana. There are large unreached populations in the west side of our conference. And um, we, we value that. We, we want to be there. We want to be present in those settings as well. And so hosting an annual conference on the west side of the state just draws the attention and the eyes of a conference to communities like St. Joe, Benton Harbor, where there are thousands of unreached people and many opportunities.
0: And Michiana, if you want to learn more about that, what Dwight Weber's doing, check out our podcast. Go back a few episodes. Uh, he talks more about that, which, uh, you know, sometimes surprises me. You know, I forget, uh, since we're the Southern Michigan Conference, yeah. and you get Michigan, Indiana, uh, suddenly you're, you're like, wait a minute, Indiana. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Well, plus we have a church in West Unity, Ohio, mm-hmm. and we have a, a church plant that we've had for quite a few years in Sarnia, Ontario. So, you know, the whole idea of the Southern Michigan Conference, it probably is going to be relabeling in the future anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Canada is just what you're saying. Yeah, Um, yeah. So speaking of Detroit, you brought that up briefly. Um, I do know we have some highlights about all the stuff that we've been doing in Detroit over the last year. So since we were there last year, uh, I guess uh, be prepared for annual conference. You know, you've heard a lot of stories this time, I think people will get a closer glimpse of, of what we've done there. And hopefully next year, uh, it'll be the same thing looking back at St. Joe, you know, yes. what we're doing yeah. in this place now.
1: Yeah, we have, um, we have really exciting stories to tell this year. Uh, we can demonstrate tremendous fruitfulness in the conference in the last 24 months because two years ago, we started our 1036 initiative which was to plant 10 new churches in the next 36 months. Now, that's an unprecedented, big, hairy, audacious goal. Um, but we're tracking with it. We we are seeing that reality take place right now, and we're deeply encouraged by it. And so we're going to celebrate leaders and stories and churches that have really gotten a hold of that vision, or that vision has really gotten a hold of them, and they're moving the ball forward.
0: Yeah, and I think that will be good for people to see because... Uh... Sometimes when you're thinking of planting a new church, you might be thinking, "I got to take on a whole other giant thing." Mm-hmm. Uh, but with uh, things like Fresh Expressions and mm-hmm. other groups we've met with, we've seen kind of the church in a micro form, which I know is kind yeah. of what Michigan is yeah. looking to do—right, a
1: network of micro churches, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: And so that that kind of prepares us to kind of catch that glimpse. I think at pressing on at annual conference this year, like what does that look like? How do we? each find a way to do that in our own places, you know, mm-hmm. with every church being different. And, yeah, uh,
1: I think it's really important that one of the things we're, we did last year, and again, we're learning and growing as a conference. Hmm. So every year I think we're, we're demonstrating developmental, a developmental learning process where we're getting clearer about any number of things. For instance, a definition of what a church is. Hmm. Uh, a church is a community of believers who gather together for worship, learning, and multiplication. Uh, Church may be uh, a church plant, it may be a fellowship, or it may be an organized society. Um, When two years ago, when we announced a vision to do a 1036 initiative, um, what we were thinking that meant was that we'd have 10 new societies in the next 36 months. Mm -hmm. Well, we can't that's nearly impossible to do since the Book of Discipline, you know says it takes some years from this stage to this and from this stage to that. Um, so you know we've had to we've had to kind of grow up in our understanding of our we've kind of had to backfill and catch up with our vision as well. Uh, and it doesn't take away from the power of the vision itself because it's it is producing tremendous fruit.
0: I think that might be helpful for people to hear. I at least heard a little bit at uh, our pre-conference, just like people feeling like definitions were a little different.
1: Exactly. But
0: they are, and yeah. that's intentional. We're tweaking and learning.
1: Right. Yeah, the more we, you know, when when you cast vision in a diverse setting, like an annual conference, and then you're hearing back from your leaders and churches through your reporting processes and ongoing communications, you realize that... Oh, we, we hadn't thought about that. We hadn't seen that, so we have to address that. So there'll be continuing iterations, but that's that's what a development process is, right? Mm-hmm. How many filaments did uh, Edison go through to figure out how to you know which one worked for light bulbs? So that's kind of where we're at. It's uh, we're not probably going to go through eight nine hundred filaments, but <laughs> our different definitions of the same word. But we are learning and growing in our clarity and sophistication and accuracy. Of what things really are. So, one of the things we learned, for instance, in this past cycle was uh, this whole idea of an apostolic initiative. When we, we've, it, through our quarterly dashboard reports, we had, I think it was 47 apostolic initiatives that were identified, which Praise the Lord. I mean, that's so amazing. In a, in a quarter, 47 new works have begun. But when we started reading through the descriptions, we realized that, okay, we need to bring clarity to what an apostolic initiative is. Yep. And when we did that, that it's a church sending out new people or uh, starting new works to reach new people to start new churches all of a sudden that helped our leaders to say oh okay Hmm. you know
0: like my small group doesn't quite exactly
1: or maybe a clothing uh, ministry doesn't now we celebrate the work Hmm. you know it's ministry that uh, but but words mean things as well right definitions mean certain things so you know getting the feedback that we're continuing to get in our conversations and through our reporting is really helping our conference to get more clear about uh, what Jesus has called us to do and what it really looks like. And I think everybody wins when we have definitions that are clear.
0: Between, you know, we've had a whole year go by. There's been some big changes throughout the conference. Uh, Between last year and this year, uh, what have you felt like the momentum or direction has kind of been?
1: Yeah, so last year it felt like we were trying to get the balloon to lift and we had to jettison some ballast. And, um, you know, a year later down the road now, I'm, I'm thrilled with the lift that we have currently as a conference as a whole. Uh, I think, I think, and I use the word a lot, but I think it really applies here. I think we're in an unprecedented place and that we're uniquely positioned right now to really become a multiplication factory. Now, we, we haven't arrived. We have lots of work to do. We're painfully aware of still process and training and resourcing gaps. Uh, But none of that matters if you furnish it and you have ballast. You still don't get lift. So um, I think that the results that we're going to be reporting back here uh, at annual conference, people are going to to hold their breath and go, wow, I, I had no idea. Especially for those delegates who've been perhaps... You know, routinely coming to annual conferences for the last couple of years at least, you know, they heard the 1036 initiatives like cross your arms, yeah, right. <laughs> and then last year, oh, we're doing these, you know, somewhat painful uh, changes to the conference. And now to be able to come back uh, in the third annual conference over that two year period and say, okay, we think this is, this fruit's <clears throat> directly related to these changes and this vision. I think that it'll help us believe maybe more strongly uh, that, that Jesus really is leading our conference and that we're stepping out in trust and obedience. And and if we leave our annual conference with that, uh, I think there's more good to come.
0: Yeah. Well, I know I've got a little bit of a double <clears throat> role in the conference is that, you know, I help with communications here at mm-hmm. the headquarters, but I also pastor at church. And I'll say, I think one of the things that you guys have all done really well is I remember when the announcement of 1036 came out, I was probably one of those people kind of crossed arms, like, how How am I gonna? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I got I got one thing I'm trying to still kind of take care of and get there. Uh, how would I consider doing something double this or, yeah, or something? Yeah, right, you know? right. Um, but over the last few years, uh, as you guys continually highlight, I think you've done a great job at showing like. Sure, numbers are important for, like, you know, evangelistic reasons, things mm-hmm. like that. But uh, we're not after, like, stats and things well, yeah. to, in, in the kind of, you know, just mathematical business kind mm-hmm. of way it is. Um, and that the heart behind everything is just to reach the lost, to get out there, to hit places that haven't already been hit. The churches you guys have planted, you've shown a lot of stories going on there mm-hmm. uh, to the point that, like, at least for me, to go from the, like, how am I supposed to do this? Uh, Over the last few years, uh, God's been able to kind of warm my heart through what you guys are doing to be able to step back and say, okay, I I can catch this now. And then it just kind of feels sort of like what Jesus was talking about, you know, with the you know, peace that passes understanding in the midst of doing all Mm -hmm. this stuff for him, that um, you'll be able to kind of keep up with him because the things that, even we think about in our church now, I, I would have never thought of those things before. It just sounded yeah. like too much. And yeah. now it actually feels as we've been trained to raise up new leaders, imparting things away to mm-hmm. make things like that happen. So I'm just speaking from a pastoral standpoint at this point. Yeah, I appreciate uh, that. I uh, I think a lot of others could agree with me um, watching kind of the evolution of yeah. the whole system from like a pretty big, Fat hairy goal—is that what you yeah, call it? big hairy goal, audacious big, goal, B- big H- audacious yeah. goal, <clears throat> and then growing into a, a heart matter. Yeah. I think that yeah. that's good for everybody.
1: So you know, part of my spiritual journey in this in this process has been, you know, my discomfort with sticking my neck out on a BHAG, a big hairy audacious goal like that, ten thirty six and going i don't know any conference that's ever done that and i know we've never done it hmm. and i know there's plenty of evidence to suggest this isn't going to be accomplished because you know our trajectory wasn't that that going that way hmm. but you know but when a, when a conference apprehends the will of the lord and by faith says this is what needs to be there is this idea of the miraculous where you know, words are calling into existence that which does not currently exist, hmm. and so you know. Just two years later, uh, I'm not surprised at what's going on because I believe that it needed to be happening, but I am amazed at what's going on, hmm. and uh, and it gives you it gives you more and more faith. It increases your faith. This is becoming real to us now in ways that even nine months ago it wasn't and and a year ago wasn't because a year ago we kind of upped the ante if you recall in our state of the work and we said you know honestly if a church is healthy it's going to reproduce so we started we tweaked that vision and said we think every church needs to be making plans to multiply a new church every three to five years and that's a lot steeper um but again, you know, we're reading scripture, we're praying, we're listening to the Spirit of God, and we're calling God's people to faithful obedience and surrender to what, what the scriptures, uh, you know, really teach us. is What ought to be true about us? We mm-hmm. ought to be healthy reproducing. And um, so it's, I think we're really in a unique place in our conference and uh it's scary and it <laughs> we used the phrase the other day in one of our meetings we feel like we're trying to organize the inside of a tornado so much <laughs> energy yes. is spinning around now and we feel like we're constantly what about this what about that how do you make that decision what's the decision there but it's a good it's an exciting place to be and i'm thrilled with where we're at
0: comes to mind, uh, the theme this year is pressing on, which I feel like people can kind of gather what that's about, simply mm-hmm. from the Bible verse reference, uh, the just the theme name itself, and based on all the things that we've talked about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do you want to dive a little bit into like that focus this year?
1: Yeah, so there's been two main <clears throat> emphasis in recent years for our conference. One is, you know, the recalibration of every church, and then the multiplication so we've invested a lot in uh, years two three and four uh, with recalibration training Uh, you know we brought michael on staff we made a significant uh, faith step there to bring him in and michael's done a lot of really excellent training and really helped our churches Uh, he's worked with many church boards we've worked with all of our pastoral leaders and we put the emphasis on recalibration. And then two years ago, we thought we can't be just recalibrating churches. These churches, the fruit of recalibration work has to be multiplication. So in trying to think, um, you know, trying to, as you look back uh, across and read all the state-of-the-work reports, what's been the thread? Where's the trend? Where are we heading? It just seemed like press-on was the right one. We, we, we still aren't past the field of gravity. Of a lot of years of significant decline, and so you know when a rocket ship blasts off from Earth, it uses most of its fuel, mm-hmm. and then once it gets out in space, it's weightless environment, it can move more easily with less energy, and we still need to press on to get to that stage in our development as a conference, and press on. You know, is a theme of scripture, and it's um, it calls forth that. Extra effort that sometimes we need to give, and we recognize that not all of our churches are prospering, and that all of our leaders are encouraged. And we wanted to bring a message to all of us that helps all of us. Are, all of us can agree upon one thing: we do need to move forward, and we move forward by pressing on. So it's a really a message of encouragement uh, to just continuing to obey Jesus despite you know, the costs and the work and the difficulty. And, uh, I think that it was the right message for this year. We've already determined next year's annual conference, uh, theme. It'll be immeasurably more. We, so this will be the first time we're going into an annual conference with next year's theme. Hmm. Uh, and it just feels like the right uh, flow in terms of what, where we've been. And so next year when we meet, we'll be celebrating the results of the 1036 initiative and, uh, Frankly, I'm already looking forward to that. Who knows where we'll be, but Jesus yeah. does, right?
0: We'll be in Canada, I think, is <laughs> <where we'll>
1: be. <laughs> there you go. Toronto. Next year in Toronto. <laughs> Excellent.
0: Cool. Well, uh, is there anything I haven't hit on that you'd like to get into, or is that going to...
1: No, I think, um, you know, just looking forward to having everybody there and, uh, you know, encouraging everybody uh, to be a part of the 10 Days of Prayer right before annual conference. Uh, we've... Um, We'll have those videos uh, up and running, t- starting ten days before the thirteenth. So on the second, every day there'll be a two-minute devotional with a different leader in the conference calling the conference to prayer. Uh, it's my hope that you know we'll really and truly come prayed up, and uh, that the Spirit will really be unhindered and free to work when we gather together. We need these times together as a conference body, and so we're looking forward to looking forward to those two days.
0: Yeah. Uh, alright well that uh, brings us to the conclusion of this episode we're excited to see you in St. Joe in two weeks uh, where we can worship together we can um, learn together and we can orient ourselves uh, where God's taking us and where the conference feels the, the Holy Spirit calling us so we will see you shortly until then check out all of the things going on in the conference and our conference chronicles uh, and catch up to speed alright we'll see you soon I should feel okay and I feel fine. SMC podcast.